Arsenal legends Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event, so if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. All right, Tommy Walsh, uh, full-time here in Semple Stadium. Limerick have just about beaten Watford uh, on a scoreline of 118 to 19 points. Uh, what did you make of that? Yeah, and Watford outscored Limerick in the second half, nine points to seven. So it was a, a great shift for Watford. They put so much into it, and they nearly had a chance of a goal at the end. Yeah. Ozzy Gleeson couldn't have fell to a better player. Straight through on goal from about 40 yards out. Nine points out of ten, he saw us through, and a scores goal or sets it up. He hasn't been training in the last couple of weeks. He had a few injuries. He's in and out. Kyle Hayes was able to get back on him. Yeah. He made a crucial uh, run, and... Ozzy gave a great hand pass across and Patrick Fisher was just a little bit unlucky went for the overhead double and just barely went wide but that would have been at a time when I suppose Limerick might have had time to come back so all in all a resilient performance an absolutely resilient performance from, from the champions and uh, they would be tired going home Limerick tonight but absolutely happy well, that's the thing Like they, they, they take on Cork next weekend they don't have much time to even get over that and they have to think about the next game does a game like that does it take a lot out of a team? It does when you lose, I find. Um, it's grand when you win. You put everything into it. You're going home still happy on the bus. You're going home to sleep, you know, go for the dinner later on. Suddenly the jokes start happening around the table. You're laughing, you're remembering things about the games. You go home then, you go and sleep at night. You're getting ready for train Tuesday or Wednesday. It's just recovery all week. Flip that over then when you lose. You're going down, you're thinking of the chance maybe that you missed, especially when there's only two points in it. If you're a defender, you're thinking about the chance you could have maybe got in a hook, in a block, maybe not giving away a free. You're going home, the jokes aren't in this plentiful around the dinner table and, you know, back in the hotel when they're getting their food. So they'll just have to be tough and I hope, and, you know, because Watford have found this World Robin series for the last three years tough. They've won one game in 12 and they're too good for, for, for them type of results. Just a bit unlucky. They, they're trying the kitchen sink at, at Limerick today. So they'll go home, they'll re- regroup and um, get ready for Park and Cueve. And Davy Fitz and Fairstone, he doesn't give up. So his players won't. Do you think that other teams will look at today and think there's a way of catching Limerick? You know, that they're not this unbeatable team that are just going to walk through and, and win Lee McCarthy uh, just pummel through everyone that tries to get in their way do you think the tips the, the Corks the Galways other teams will look at this game now and say you know what these lads are there for the taking yeah well it's I suppose not even so much that they're there for the taking but opportunities might happen in a game where you can't take it you go back to the Munster final last year and draw up there other in semi-final only beat Galway be three points onto the all Ireland final beat Kenny be two points now fast forward they won the league well enough you know no one got closer with all the league and suddenly here today they only win by two points again so it's not anything other than you have to be ready to take the opportunity when it arises and it could be a last ch- chance and you'd be hoping I suppose if you're the team that's playing that to be a last minute goal that wins it like James Farley against Kerry yeah. all those years ago and just gives the champions no time to come back because these guys come back we saw Tipperary a couple of times up in 9, 10, 11 points at half time they regroup they come back that's what these team does they have the class and I suppose it probably be, you know, lazy analysis for us to say that it's their toughness, their resilience, their levels of composure on the ball and their 
pressure. They were under pressure with 14 men there today. They brought the ball out of the fence. We were looking at from high up in the, in, in the commentary box. They were running this way, they were running over the that stand and making themselves available. It's easy just maybe pop your hand. These guys were running into great positions, picking up a ball. Suddenly you see two minutes later to score the other end of the field. The ball into Galan. I think Galan is crucial to this team. He wins the hard ball and he's the their, their, their out ball when they're under pressure. Goes into him, man on man, he's going to win him in the air. He's so strong. Yeah, there was a couple of times when Galan was even being double marked here and he can just put the hand up and it just seems to stick every single time and he can turn on a six point. How do you how do you mark him? Yeah, well, you're just hoping, like today, that you can keep him to a couple of points and then the rest of the guys chip in then. Because, you, you know, the, the, the players that are in the, the form of their lives and they come to their peak, there's only so much you can do with them. Galan is one of those players. Especially with the way Limerick play. They don't give me any really, say, 40, 60 ball that other teams would do. It's usually either a 50-50 ball or it's a, a ball in, in his favour. So he's playing with the team that probably suits his side the most. Do you think Limerick have a bit of an issue with discipline? The, obviously, the, the red card, you know, take from that what you're really looking back on it tonight in the Sunday game and you see exactly what actually happened there because it was all a bit frantic down here, wasn't it? We couldn't really see what was going on and there were so many lads involved. But there was an incident that, uh, that I certainly missed out in the first half with Flanagan. Supposedly he was, he was lucky to, to stay on as well. Do you think that that's, an, that's a bit of an issue for Limerick? Um, I don't at all because I suppose I lived through it myself and on, on, on teams like that and I just find that when you're the champions uh, when you're at the top of your game and you're winning so many matches you're probably scrutinised the most mm. uh, if you were to put a camera on every player from every other county I'm sure there's instances there too yeah. it's just that they're the champions they're playing in all the big televised games they're playing they're the team that everyone wants to watch because there's so many great players that these things happen but um, I didn't see that instant either but listen they're, they're a tough team and it's it's a sport like it, it's, 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 it's a sport that people go around carrying around hurdles that if you make a, a wrong sidestep or if you go the one way it can look terrible but if you, if you put yourself in that way in the moment it could have been just a, a you know a wrong I suppose action a lad coming at you it could go the other way instead of, instead of going straight so just from playing it, I think it's easier for us to maybe point the figure and say, listen, you can't be doing that. But anyone that plays the game know that sometimes it looks worse on camera than, than it is on the field. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the game, I said to you, it didn't really feel like a championship game, even just coming through Thurles this morning. Just, it seemed Everton was a bit low-key, and I know that a lot of that to do with because this isn't a home venue as such. It's Waterford's home venue, but you know they have to travel as well. Uh, that second half, though, that felt championship, didn't it? It did. We were saying a call like it didn't seem like it seemed like more of a, a league atmosphere yeah. because, as you said, it was a home game for for Watford and in fairness, they're looking to the future. They're building up Welsh Park so they can get the big crowds in and going down the years. They're looking at the future, young hurlers coming through. So they have to take a little bit of pain for for a year or two. So they came for their home game and there's about three or four thousand probably Watford yeah. uh, supporters here. Huge numbers of Limerick supporters because they're I suppose on the train now at the moment and they just want to win everything everything that they can win. But that second half was definitely magic because if you have two, two teams going at it and it's tight, I think the level of expectancy for every county when they're playing in Limerick is they want the performance. I don't think we're going to beat them. We want the performance. Yeah. And it was just in the second half, it looked like maybe what we're going to win it because the whole thing shifts. You're one, you're a man up. You know, Limerick at 14 men, Water at 15. Suddenly you're coming into there's only two points in it, and you say, "Listen, this is there for us." So maybe it's just a, a shift in confidence, and everybody got behind Water and 
you know, they, they went to the very end and they had one or two chances. Uh, you just mentioned uh, young players and coming through. You were impressed with Patrick Fitzgerald when he came on. Yeah, I, I thought the, the Watford some, um, subs that came on had a huge impact. Ozzy Gleeson was one and Patrick Fitzgerald was the other. Patrick Fitzgerald, we've seen him for Ballygunner. After winning so many county finals, he was a new player on the, on the team last year and he was magic, both in the Munster campaign and in the, his own county championship. And He was definitely a player to watch out for earlier in the year and we've seen him that here today he came on scored one or two magic points uh, great chance great chance it wasn't a great chance it was a half chance yeah. but he nearly made it, a great goal out of it and he was busy when he came on he definitely was a guy that the Limerick defenders had to run around after yeah um, one of the so was the biggest hurts of today for Davy Fitz will be Ty de Burka. Uh it seems like it was an Achilles injury that, that, was the, that, that the issue was like he's a huge loss isn't he how, how do they deal with that yeah, and I, I, I and I'd say even see he's a, he is the best at, at what he does in the game, which is that spare defender back. It's it's not a sweeper anymore because he's just back because Limerick had, had, had five hours probably gone back up the field. Fantastic, the, the best reader of the game that's that, that's around at the moment has been for many years. But I think the the greatest impact is on himself. Really, Colin. That's what people have been sorry. This is a guy that came back from two crucial meetings. Yeah. This is a guy that does everything right. Yeah. If you tell him to do 100 press-ups, he does 100 press-ups. You tell him to run up that hill, he'll probably run up it two or three times. <laughs> you know, you hear the walk of people talking about great spirit, great character, um, great man. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm just delighted it wasn't as crucial. Like, you know, the, the Achilles is a tough injury too, though. It's, 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 it's a minor attempt on injury that's happened to someone close to home there at home to myself there recently that Achilles and it's a painful and it's it's, it's takes a lot of you know these small little exercises a lot of patience a lot of uh, discipline a lot of determination to come back from but listen I suppose he won't even be thinking about that at the moment it's just to maybe try and get in and get it sorted yeah uh, last few thoughts you were in Salt Hill yesterday for a Galway in Wexford and now you're in Turles today for Limerick and Watford a lot of talk it goes has been said about the difference in the Leinster Championship and the Munster Championship. Uh, what, what is, what's your analysis on that between after being at two games in two, two days? Yeah, it depends. When the best teams are playing the best teams, Carl, they're the matches you want to go to. So when you're in Munster, you see five, five teams, and I suppose more often than not, they're, they're, they're very, very even. And in Leinster, I suppose you probably look at Kilkenny and Galway and Wexford and Dublin as the big four, and then playing catch up. Then you'll be thinking Westmead, you know, and Antrim. Mm-hmm. But Antrim proved yesterday they were um, up there in in Corrigan Park. Dublin went up to them. Everyone fancy Dublin to go up there and get through. And this performance has come from Antrim for a while. Yeah. So suddenly that's after opening up the probably the the, the third place. Uh, to, to qualify out of Leinster but I was up that match yesterday Galway were very powerful very impressive um, very defense in that first half their defense is mean you know like if Dahi the half back line Dahi Borg Parag Mannion and you know Joseph Cooney there's not too many balls uh, with, with, not too many players or balls will pass them so I'd be very impressed with Galway looking at them yesterday Would you? Do you think after seeing Limerick then today if they did meet Galway are one of the teams that have been talked about as a team that 
might be able to put it up to this Limerick side. Watford definitely did today, anyway. Uh, do you think Galway could be one of those? Could could give them a, a game, a run for their money? Yeah, they did last year. Last year's all in semi-final. And I think the key thing is, I saw a piece from Roy Curtis during the week. He was saying we need to find a formula uh, to beat this Limerick team. And I felt nobody found that so far. You can have all the work rate, all the heart, all the spirit you like. The only teams that really have found it is Kilkenny back in 2019 um, you know Galway to a certain extent in last year's all Ireland semi-final Kenny to a certain extent and, and Clare in last year's most of fine that, mm. to nearly beat them so I think the key looking at it here today is you can't give the Limerick backs the ball yeah. so give them the free book out no I think today Watt pushed all their guys up up front and only one or two defenders back for puck outs yeah. next minute Billy Nolan to strike it up and just like the old days drive it up and, and best man wins it but Seem seem to work today. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tipperary and Clare are playing as we speak now. Uh, but from what we've seen so far this weekend, it's been a good start to the championship, hasn't it? Yeah, great start, Colin. And um, like this, what we're getting beaten today is really going to, you know, make for a fascinating game. Parky Cleave next week, and depends on how this Tip Clare game goes down Nennis. Um, Whoever loses that will be under pressure next week because if Clare lose that, they have to play Limerick down the Gaelic grounds. So it's going to be, a, it's probably from next week on, the match is going to be fascinating. Yeah. A full time here in Semple Stadium, Limerick just about gotten over Watford on a final score of 118 to 19 points.